0: This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 2990 for Friday, the 17th of January 2020. Today's show is entitled JDK 14 Wrap Up Edition. It is hosted by Daniel Person and is about 15 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is We look into what is included in the next release of the JDK.
1: Hello Hackers and welcome to another podcast in Hacker Public Radio by Daniel Passion. And I'm going to talk about Java 14 today, the wrap-up edition. I use Java every day and I'm still on Java 8 because that was the last version that had a performant uh, color profile for creating images but java is moving forward and we get a new release every six months and this is the release that will be released on the 17th of march we are in ramp down phase one now the ramp down phase two starts at uh, the 16th of january then we have the initial release candidate at the 6th of february and then we have the final release candidate at the second uh, 20th of February so we know now in the rampdown phase one what is going to be included in Java 14 so i will go through each of these and talk a little bit about them first off we have the jep 305 Pattern matching for instance of and this is a preview so this is the first time they are showing this Interface and there might be changes in later previews uh, before they actually standardize it into the platform and in this uh, Pattern matching they have added as an assignment to For instance a string in this case so if we have an if statement where you check if object is an instance of a string you can add the variable name afterwards and then you can use that inside of that if statement. I'm not really sure if this is a good way to show that you are actually assigning a variable perhaps you could uh, set the variable before so var s Equals object instance of a string for instance I have also talked a little bit about people with people in my community on YouTube And they thought that maybe we could do it a little bit more like Kotlin where you have some uh, unsafe and safe assignments on the is Operator or you can put it into the platform as an instance dot of so you actually have a static Uh, static functions that actually handle the instance call and then you can have an optional back and use that with filters and so on Uh, so there's a lot of different ways to do this Uh, perhaps you have a better solution or a uh, thought of how you can implement this in a good way then uh, please give me a comment in the comment section and I'm very interested to hear about what do you think about this JEP. Next up, we have JEP three four three packaging tool, and this is an incubator, so it's also very early. And the gist of this is that they want to create a tool where you can take your Java application that you have already prepared, so you have a minimal JDK chip with it, and create Debian or um, RPM packages or PKJ P- or d- uh, damage files for Mac OS or MSI and or exe files for Windows. It's just a way to package these with an installer so you can easily install Java applications. Next up we have JEP. Three, four, five, and this is numa, where memory memory allocation for G1, and this is only for Linux systems because you need some platform independent platform dependent logic there. And this is the non uniform memory access that you can use with G1 for large scale uh, implementations where you have multiple nodes with one JVM that uses memory from different nodes. And it's aware of the uniformity of the memory access so you can actually use memory that are closer to the JVM in order to get a better performance next up we have switch expressions and this is the switch statement that we have in Java today where you need to do break after each case and the new way they are implementing this is with arrow functions so you can actually have a case with a specific let's say case saturday and then an arrow and that uh, block of code that you have after that without any uh, break or anything you can actually just say what it's going to do and you can also use return statements to set a variable for a switch statement Uh, so this is standardized now so it's in the platform and if you are interested then follow the links on the show notes and you can read more about it next up we have JFR event streaming and this is also a new API very early where they are trying to implement a streaming manner for all the different events that can happen in the JVM in order to monitor an application during runtime or debug some thing that might not work well or if you want to profile your application next up we have JEP352 and this is non-volatile mapped byte buffers so this is an improvement of the file channel class and the mapped byte buffer class so you can actually have direct io access uh, with a better performance on non-volatile memory on linux systems and the reason that they have just only Uh, Linux system is that mmap has this map sync variable that you can set in Linux which makes this Possible, so it's only for Linux systems for now Next up we have JEP 370 and this is foreign memory access API and there's a new API to actually uh, use native memory in a much more safe uh, way and this is uh, connected with the earlier JEP uh, and this is a replacement for the unsafe and other things that you used earlier in the Sun API that was actually a part of the main JDK functionality and not something that you as a developer should use. It should be for the JDK so therefore they have made all those private and now they are trying to find a way to uh, open up so you can use foreign memory or uh, native memory in the system in a more idiomatic way. Next up we have JEP358 and this is helpful null pointer exceptions. So have you ever run a Java application and got a null pointer exception? You might uh, have had a stressful day in production where everything broke down and you didn't really figure out what happened. You just got a line number and you needed to figure out what was null in this line. And they are actually in the JVM you have more information than what you get On The uh, error messages today. So what they will add is actually what? Variable or what field on an object is null so you can actually debug this faster and get more information in your exception next up we have JEP359 and these are records and it's previews It's very early and this is a way to create structures without creating a class with all the getters and setters and everything that you need uh, in that uh, so records are a smaller easier way to write data classes and they are immutable they have a public constructors a bunch of getters you have hash code and equal and also two string and all this will be given to you if you use the record syntax next up we have JEP three 6, 8 and this is text blocks and this is the second preview. So we've already looked at this and it's actually a way to when you create strings you can uh, use triple bunny ears and then you write your string and you can do that on multiple lines and in the second preview they have added that you can add backslash in this text if you don't want line breaks in this uh, multi-line uh, text string and you can also add dash "-s", if you want the line breaks, but you will keep want to keep the actual spacing so you don't want to trim all the spacing around. They have also added some functions so you can for instance strip indentations you can translate escapes and you can also use formatted and this is a simple way to add things into your string and then use this formatted to input different variables into that text string. Next up we have JEP366 and this is the start of removing things from the APIs so they have deprecated the parallel scavenge and old GC combination. And the reason they did that is because it's not used by the majority of people in the Java community, and that combination was really hard to maintain. So it's now deprecated and will be removed in later versions. And then we have JEP. 362 and this is a deprecation of the Solaris and Spark ports of the JVM and Spark is actually still used and maintained by Fujitsu uh, as (laughs) even this year, but I guess that the uh, usage of the JVM on Spark is probably not large enough to keep that Implementation, so they have re, uh, deprecated that into JVM and will be removed in later versions. Then we have JEP367, so they have removed pack 200 tools and APIs and this was mostly to package your jar files as pack 200 and that is now removed in JDK 14 and it was deprecated as early as JDK uh, 11 and we also have Jeff 363 and they have removed the old current mark sweep the CMS garbage collector and that was also deprecated in JDK 11 and this is a really interesting garbage collector it's some one of them that you will be uh, in contact with on uh, universities you actually are reading about mark. A concurrent mark uh, sweep and you figure out how to actually use and create a garbage collector But it's not efficient enough to keep in the JDK. So therefore it is removed And the reason I call this Java 14 wrap-up edition is because they have put in a bunch of new functionality and added much more than they did in 13 but remember that 14 As with 11 is the long time support version so this is the one that Oracle will give support for uh, up to eight years I believe so that's why it's a little bit larger than the uh, version that came six months ago so this was what I wanted to cover today I hope that you found this interesting I hope that you are excited about some of these new functionalities to Java if you are using Java. If you have any questions or suggestions, please leave them in the comment section. And until next time, happy coding.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org.